All right, let's get into it. Let's chat about staying on track when going out to eat and alcohol. Um, and then just like last time, if you guys have like a question or comment or anything, um, let's just hold on to it until the very end. And then we'll take questions, comments, anything like that. Um, and then, like I said, I would definitely like have something handy just because there is a lot of really, really helpful information that we're going to go through in the slides. Okay. Nicole, do you want to take this or yeah, Who made this one. <laughs> I did. Okay. So I think I kind of just want to preface this whole like, um, like team call, like these, everything we're going to kind of give you guys right now for information wise is if you're not choosing to like make this a free meal, if you're not choosing to like take your free meal, like this is designed, like this, this team call is going to be about like how to stay on track and kind of just implement protocol when you do want to go out and you do want to have a couple drinks with people. So first off is like, how do we track alcohol? Right. So, um, there are like two different ways you can track alcohol. So you want to take the amount of calories per whatever alcoholic beverage you're having. Um, I'm a Captain Morgan person, so I knew it off the top of my head. <laughs> so it's 86 calories per half an ounce. So you guys have the option to track it either as using carbs or using fats, or if you really want to, you can pull from a little of both. So we know that one gram of, uh, one gram of carbs is four calories. So you would take the amount of calories that your alcoholic beverage is and divide it by four. In this case, it's 86 divided by four is 21 and a half carbs. So you would go in and if you're having like one drink of, you know, I'm a diet Coke and Captain person always until the day I die. So this is what I'm talking about. Um, you would track your 21 and a half grams of carbs. And that would be like your one drink. If you would rather pull from fats, maybe you're someone who has a hard time hitting fats and you'd rather save carbs, then you can do the amount of calories divided by nine because one gram of fat is nine calories. So in this instance, 86 divided by nine would give you nine and a half grams of fat for that one drink. If you want to kind of pull from both those macros, you're just gonna take the amount of calories divided by two. In this case is 43. So 43 divided by four gives you pretty much 11 grams of carbs. And then 43 divided by nine is pretty much almost five grams of fat. So you guys have the option of maybe you just wanna track carbs. Maybe you just wanna use fats or you wanna use both. Um, what I will say is though, like a lot of seltzers, um, like a truly, I believe it says it's a hundred calories. And then if you look at the back, there's like two grams of carbs. Now, if we do this math out that we just did, we know that that's wrong, right? Because two times four is eight calories that truly really should be eight calories. So if you come across anything like that, that has a label like that, do the math out yourself, take the hundred calories, divide it by four. It's really 25 grams of carbs, or if you want to use fats in that instance. So what I would always do is whatever you're drinking, just look up the calories, you know, per half ounce or um, maybe like a bottle of cider or something like that. And then use this method here to track um, it accurately into your macros. Mm -hmm. And then fun fact, like the reason that, so alcohol is essentially the fourth macronutrient. Um, it's actually like technically seven calories per gram, um, but it's, 
that's too complicated. We don't, you guys don't need to know that basic, that basic information and also alcohol. Um, you might hear people say like, Oh, alcohol is empty calories. It's because alcohol doesn't necessarily have a job in your body. Like protein does like carbs do and like fat do. So that's why the truly says like two carbs, because it's two carbs that are like digestible in a way. Um, and the rest of the and the, the rest of the calories in the truly are like alcohol calories. So it's empty calories. That is why I don't know why they can get away with doing that. I literally have no idea. Um, but that is a huge misconception that I see with that with seltzers in general. Um, another thing is if you have the, the um, premium version of my fitness pal, what I used to do was I would do like a quick ad. Um, I know it's only on the premium version. So if you don't have it, it's okay. Like if you can still track your alcohol, um, but you can kind of play around. So let's say if I'm having two drinks that are each hundred calories, I know that that's going to be 200 total calories. Um, so then I go into my fitness pal and I press quick add and I can play around with my carbs and fats until it equals 200. Cause if you plug in numbers, um, for carbs and fats, it like automatically does the math for you. And it tells you how many calories it is. So like I might do like, Oh, let's just try seven grams of fat and 20 carbs, just throwing numbers out there. And then I'll see what the total calories are. And I'll kind of play around until I get to 200 or whatever, um, it is for the alcohol that I'm drinking. So I, I'm a social drinker hundred percent. I do not drink unless I'm in a social setting. So what I recommend is to set your limit with your drinks. If you know that you're going to go out to dinner and you know you're going to have a couple drinks or maybe you're actually going to a bar or something like that, pre-plan your day around the number of drinks you'd like to have. For me, a sweet spot's like two to three. Um, so what you're going to do is how we just kind of showed you. You're going to pre-track these drinks into your day and make the rest of your macros fit around that day. So at the end of the day, like everything fits and you have your, your two to three drink limit already set. Um, I think a big thing here is setting these intentions right off the bat and stick to them. If like, you really want to stay on track today, like you have, have that set in your mind that you absolutely want to stay on track. Um, don't be afraid to let your friends and family know that you have a limit you'd like to stick by. I always tell my friends, I'm like, Hey, I have pre-tracked two drinks. Like, I don't care what I say after my second one, like, don't let me have another one kind of thing, especially if I'm not using a free meal or anything like that, or I'm not eating intuitively that day. And I need to stay on track. I just let the people who I'm out with know like, Hey, this is my limit kind of thing. Um, and I think regardless, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with even having a set limit to kind of begin with. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else. I think just going off of what you said and something that I've talked to one of my clients about, cause her family like does like to drink and they drink a lot during the week and she was really having trouble with it and they would always question her, but just remember that you don't have to justify your actions to anybody else. Like if this matters to you and your journey is important to you and you know that this is, you know, you're setting those intentions for the day, knowing that you're going to go in and having two drinks, just remember that you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. And if you want to have those two drinks and you can still stay and have fun and enjoy life, but you don't have to binge drink all night with your friends or with your family or whatever. Um, and I think the, just like the important thing to remember is that you know, your journey and you know, your goals and no one else has to understand them except you. Um, and so it's okay to set those limits. And I know sometimes it's hard when you're trying, when you're being pressured by family or friends, but 
at the end of the day, like I said, you don't have to justify what you're doing to anybody else. Yeah. And then I just want to reiterate again, this is when you're not choosing to do your free meal. So typically what for me, cause I do enjoy drinking, I'm a social drinker as well. I typically will drink two, two times a week, um, on rare occasions, maybe three. So typically how I approach this is for my free meal, I'm going to essentially be using like alcohol as my free meal in a way. Um, so if there is a time where I know I'm going to want to drink more than three drinks and like, I won't lie to you guys. Like, yeah, sometimes I like to throw back 10 shots. Like there are times when I'm going to do that. Like, I'm not going to like lie to you. Um, so if I know what now, am I doing that multiple times a week? No, definitely not. Um, but if there is a night where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to want to drink. I'm, you know, Ubering, I'm going out with friends, whatever then I will kind of use that as my free meal. And then typically my dinner will be like very high protein, um, you know, a little bit, maybe less carbs, not at not, not no carbs because carbs do help digest the alcohol. So please eat before. Um, but that's kind of how I approach it. And then the other nights, if I'm choosing to drink, then I will kind of take this approach where I'm only going to have one to two drinks. I'll track it. Um, so that I can stay within my macros, like for that specific day. So that's typically how I'll, I'll approach the alcohol setting. Weekends. So I am a big fan of like using low calorie mixes, um, like diet sodas, tonic water, seltzer water. If you're going to have like some kind of mixed drinks, again, diet Coke and captain, if any of you like vanilla coke I don't know if I'm just weird but I love diet coke and vanilla vodka um diet sprite and vodka um vodka soda water add mio I love that I think that's a great idea um I'm the girl with mio at the bar <laughs> like a bar that so, that's like such a good idea I pour it in they're like why is it pink now I'm like oh, I don't know just <laughs> 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 I think that's and a I think too, just adding like those lemon, those limes, like those really mm -hmm. do add so much flavor to your drinks. I'm like a tequila club soda and lime, like give me all the lime type of person. Um, and like Taylor said, having the meal, or if you have just like those, um, I don't know, the powder ones that you can just tear open and drink in kind of like the liquid IVs, but I know there's, um, flavored ones. Those are so good just to like keep in your purse and no one questions you. No one cares. <laughs> um, usually your friends are like, oh, can I have some? And yeah. They're like, oh, you're smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I will say like, there's nothing wrong of, with like wanting like a fun drink. Like if you really want that, like blended margarita or, you know, whatever it is, like, that's totally fine. Um, I always, always like my kind of rule of thumb for those is just stick to one of those because if you're having like four blended margaritas, like that is a lot of just I mean, nothing's wrong with it if you want to, I guess, but it is a shit ton of calories and also just not going to make you feel good because there's so much sugar in it. Um, it's probably going to make you hungover. So if you are going out and if you really want like a fun drink, totally cool, stick to one of those and then switch over to one of these options, like a diet, whatever. Um, seltzers are, are also great. So are like light beers, like Coors, Michelob, things like that. Those are under calories. Um, so that's kind of like my rule of thumb with those. And don't be afraid to, like, if you guys are going to events, like at someone's house, like say you're going to like game night at a friend's house and you know, you're going to be drinking, bring your own mixer. Like I am the girl that always comes with my own mixer. Like I have Freshka, I love Fresh, Fresca, 
Um, I love that with vodka. So don't be afraid to bring your own mixers wherever you go. Like people are going to appreciate you contributing anyway, bring your drink of choice, bring your mixers that you feel confident going into whatever event you're going into. Love that. I'm the queen too of bringing my own mixers everywhere. I don't rely on anyone else to have diet stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, let's move into tracking when going out to eat. So I will say this, like, till I'm blue in the face. I think a lot of people get, like, anxiety about tracking. And what I will say is I think us as coaches, if, like, again, if you're not going to use this as your free meal, estimating is better than not tracking at all. Because at the end of the day, now we still have some kind of data point to go off of. Um, So, like, there's a couple ways that you guys can track the meals that you're choosing. You can break down your plate by separate ingredients um maybe it's something simple like you're getting rice you're getting maybe like a steak with like peppers and onions on it or something like that that's kind of something simple that you could break down and just track the steak track your veggies and track your rice per se or um you can try and find a similar plate listed on my fitness pal whether you know someone maybe made it or it's from a chain restaurant and it's very similar to what you are eating i think that's another really really good option um that you can use in place instead of like Maybe you're getting a dish that has like, you know, 17 different ingredients and you don't want to sit there and plug every single one in. So I would look for something that's, it doesn't have to be the same, but like, you know, within the same realm of like, okay, this, this matches what I'm eating pretty, pretty well. Um, If you do have access to the menu, and again, this is not your free meal, pre-planning is definitely an option here. So there are a lot of places that have nutrition facts available. I think it's very rare unless you're going to like maybe a hole in the wall restaurant or something that they don't have any kind of nutrition facts labeled. Um, So if you, let's say, you know, you guys don't have access to the menu or maybe you're just not sure of where you're going and your friends are choosing or whatever. um, I would set aside a buffer of macros, you know, for example, Let's say I know that like when we go out to eat, meals are typically carb heavy and fat heavy. So let's set aside like 80 to 100 grams of carbs, like 25 grams of fat and like maybe 30 protein, which is typically like a general amount of protein. Or, you know, you guys can set aside 600 to 800 calories. Um, I do think that like sometimes I give this option to my clients if, you know, they like to go out on the weekends and we do only have that one free meal where we switch over the option of, hey, let's just track overall calories today and protein a little easier for you guys to kind of fit that food in and get give yourself like a bigger calorie buffer. And then you can kind of, you know, pick your food, your plate that you want to eat based off that. Um I would always kind of overestimate a little bit. So that way you're taking into account oils, you're taking into fried foods. You don't really know what your cook is using. Um, And then again, like I said, I think estimating, even if you are completely off is just better than just giving up and like not tracking at all. I think when it comes down to it, like eating out, you don't need to be scared or stressed about it. We encourage you guys to go out to eat. Like Taylor said at the beginning, like, once you get used to it, it, you truly do find that balance and it's such a freeing feeling. So we encourage you, like, don't hesitate to do it. It's just all about how you prepare yourself ahead of time. So looking at that menu ahead of time, setting those um, calories aside or the macros aside for that meal. So that way, when you do go there, you can feel confident in what you're choosing. So it takes away that anxiety. 
And I know I've shared this before, but I used to be the person who like refused to eat at a restaurant and like if the if the exact macros weren't on like the website for what I was eating. So like I used to have the worst restaurant anxiety in the world. And I literally wouldn't go to a restaurant unless I knew exactly what I was putting in my body. And I don't want any of you guys to ever get to that. Like, cause that is so stressful and really sad actually. Um, so again, like these are just things to help you, but we don't want you to stress about this. Like this should, if you're going out to dinner tonight, it should not be like what you're thinking about all day long. Um, and so if you are feeling that way, and if you're feeling super like anxious about that, like definitely reach out to your coach. Um, and I think like we'll re- reiterate again and again and again, estimating is better than not tracking. Um, because really that not tracking is more of just like that all or nothing mindset. Well, like, oh, well, if it's, if I don't know it, I'm just not going to track it. Like that is a very all or nothing mindset. So we want to move away from that. Um, and really the point of just estimating isn't necessarily even to hit your macros, but more of just a learning experience, because you might not know how much fat is actually in the meal you're eating, for example. And that's okay. But like, sometimes even I still like, like we'll go on and look at something after I'm like, Oh shit, that thing had 70 grams of fat in it. Like I had no idea. Right. So it's just a learning experience for you. Um, so that you can just really, again, understand what's in the food you're eating and use it as like a tool. Like, okay, well next time, you know, if I'm going to get this meal, maybe I'll ask for it with the sauce on the side or, you know, whatever it is. So it's really more of just like a eye-opening experience versus like, oh, you have to like estimate it to hit your macros, if that makes sense. And too, I would say like even setting those calories aside is just making sure that you're also eating throughout the day and not just like saving at all your calories for that one meal. Cause then that's where you kind of run into trouble too. Like I was that person that if I knew we were going out to eat, I would eat very, very minimal throughout the day. I would get to that meal. I would know what I was going to have, but then I would be starving and then I would end up ordering something else or taking someone else's food. So this too, having those macros set aside allows you to see what other macros you have left for the day so that you can feel confident in knowing that you can still eat and go out, still eat throughout the day and go out to eat at the same time. these are just a couple like tips on like how to like maybe like pick a meal or um you know go about like looking at the menu so again if this is not your weekly free meal (laughs) your approach is going to be different here so I would always say try and pick a plate that has some protein in it veggies help too right let's might as well get some micronutrients in make sure that we are hitting our protein um at the end of the day And don't be afraid to be picky. I can guarantee you that your waiter or waitress gets asked worse questions than can you make sure my chicken is grilled without oil? I'm sure that they get this all the time. Like it's kind of their job. So don't feel like you're being a pain or anything like that. Like you are the customer at the end of the day. Um, A couple of tips, you you know, you guys can, if you are, maybe you want a salad. Don't be afraid to ask for the dressing on the side. It's just kind of easier to estimate and track the amount that you're using if you do get it on the side. Um, If you are getting veggies and you would rather them steamed without oil because it's easier to track that way and maybe you don't have a whole lot of fat set aside or something like that, don't be afraid to ask for them steamed without oil. Um, I feel like a lot of places nowadays have like those fit and like healthy option menus or stuff like that. 
Um, those are kind of a good option. I find that not that they're like healthier than anything else, but those plates are usually a little bit more simpler and maybe a little bit easier for you guys to track and typically kind of higher in protein. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't make other options work. Like if you want lasagna, like make it work. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be all about how you kind of pre-plan how you track it and maybe the portion size of your meal. Um, just because you order something doesn't mean you absolutely have to finish your entire plate too. So that's something that you guys can play around with is the portion sizes of your plate. Um, um, yeah. And I think checking in with yourself throughout the meal is huge. Like be objective with yourself. I find that sometimes like maybe when we go out to eat, it's almost, it's, it's like sometimes clients will view it as like a forbidden thing or like, I don't always get to do this. So I feel like I absolutely have to finish my plate because I can't like do it again. So I think be objective with yourself. Are you truly hungry? Do you really want to finish this kind of thing? Or are you having those emotions of, I feel like I absolutely have to finish this because I, I don't get to do this when in reality, like we just kind of talked about, we'd love for you guys to be flexible and be able to go out to eat or like, you know, maybe mom wants you to come over for dinner and you're like, yeah, I can absolutely do that. Like I can be flexible. I can make this fit into my like everyday life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Emphasis on the not having to finish your plate. That was a huge, like, again, aha moment for me because I used to restrict myself so much that when I went out to eat, I was like, oh my God, I have to finish this. I have to eat till I'm like so sick to my stomach. Um, but now that I am able to eat literally whatever I want, whenever I want, I, understood that I don't have to finish my plate. So typically like if I'm ordering a sandwich or like a burger, I'll just like cut it in half and I'll eat half of it. And I'll kind of just check in with myself. Like I'm enjoying the conversation I'm having with the people I'm with and I'm not so food focused. So a lot of times, like I I'll eat like half my burger and fries that are on my plate and I'm cool with not eating the other half. So I, you know, either take it home or do whatever. So that has been a huge game changer for me is just really checking in with yourself and like drinking your water in between your like bites and like eating slowly and just really like being like, okay, I'm full. I don't need to eat this other half. Um, and that's been, it's been really good for me when I've kind of mastered that. Anything you want to add Kate? No, that one was good. Nailed it. All right. So all in all, we really don't want you guys to stress this too much. Like this is, this is flexible dieting. This is meant to be flexible. This is meant to work around your life, not the opposite way around. So nothing is going to be hundred percent perfect when you're not making your own food. And that's okay. You kind of have to be okay with knowing that, Hey, like this is, this is an estimate and this is better than nothing. Um, so like, you know, we just want to be as consistent as possible and you still want to have some data to look back at. So, you know, you guys estimating, you guys just guesstimating on your portion sizes and stuff. Um, trust your judgment because I can guarantee you that you're probably closer than what you think, especially if you guys are diligently weighing out your food at home. Like, you know, you, you meal prep, you kind of know what four ounces of chicken looks like, or like a half a cup of rice looks like, like trust your judgment. Um, I can guarantee you that you're probably way closer than you think when you're estimating those portion sizes. Um, one meal out with a couple of drinks is not going to ruin your progress at all. Um, I would say maybe if we're doing this seven days a week, then our data is going to be a little wonky, but like, 
if you're going out once a week and you're not going to use your free meal, trust yourself to that you understand how to track it and stuff. And I kind of just let it be, you know, plug it in, enjoy yourself, and then let's just move on. Um, it's very possible to stay on track while going out to eat and enjoying some drinks. It's just going to require a little bit of pre-planning, some set intentions that you want to stick by. I think just the more you do it, the more confident you'll feel. So trial and error. Um, and you guys know that we're always here for you. So like, if you're going out to eat at a restaurant and you're like, Hey, can you help me look at this menu? And like, we can do it together. We can look at the menu together. You can tell me what you're craving and kind of how you should go about ordering or things like that. And like, that's why we're here. So if you need help with how to go out to eat or ideas for menu, looking at menus or how to track that meal or whatever, just reach out to your coach and we can definitely help you. Um, because we do want you to have that flexibility, like Nicole said, and just feel confident doing things like that. 